hurt people hurt people. If you post that on social media, you are sure to get a lot of likes. But is that the most complete sentence? I have learned the answer is no. If hurt people hurt people, and they do, but we're all hurt people, what can we do to make sure that we're making positive changes and minimizing the hurt that we then inflict on others? Let's dive into it on today's episode of the Rising Tide Talents Show. Rising Tide lifts all ships, it lifts all ships, it lifts all ships. The Rising Tide lifts all ships, it lifts all ships, it lifts all ships. Well, here comes the rising, the rising hurt people, hurt people. You can't spend five minutes on Instagram without seeing some meme with a spin on that concept. And you know what? In my experience, it's true. People who are hurt or who lack confidence or who are burned out, people who need external motivation to push them to their goals, people who can't control the real pain and trauma in their lives, these hurt people do often hurt those around them. It is not right. It sure isn't fair, but it is reality. And by the way, I've spent a lot of time in therapy, so I've done quite a bit of digging into this so I can be less reactionary and I can take fewer things personally. I'm a work in progress as we all are. And spoiler alert, this is not the last time that we'll dive into therapy on this episode. But the phrase hurt people hurt people, it doesn't actually ask us to do any introspection. It allows us to deflect or ward off our own negative reactions to people who are being dismissive to us or even downright cruel. I had to come to grips with this myself when I posted that same phrase, hurt people, hurt people, in a comment to a colleague. I thought I was cheering her on. I thought I'd get a, yeah, sister, you got it, rah, rah, rah. But instead, what she said to me was, yes, hurt people hurt people, but we are all hurt people. I honestly lost my breath when I gave that some deep thought. Sure, I've been the victim of someone else's pain before, but have I also inflicted the same pain on others? Have I experienced my own painful circumstances, personal, professional, or both, and in turn taken my out-of-control situation out on something or someone that I did control? The answer is, of course I have not because I'm some evil caricature or a mean-spirited jerk. It's because I'm human. And when I'm feeling hurt or tired or burned out, I can't always hide it. A good example for me is when I was at peak burnout in a corporate job. Small things would set me off. And normally, I'm a pretty even-keeled, everything-is-figure-outable kind of gal. If I got to work and I was the first one in the office, I immediately started building my mental case against my coworkers. Nobody else works as hard as I do. It must be so nice to waltz in at 9 a.m. A lunch break? Don't they see me working through my break, fixing the mistakes that they made? Now, to be clear, none of those team members had done anything to deserve my nastiness. And I never actually said any of those things out loud or to their faces. 
But I now recognize that the struggles that I was having in setting and holding boundaries in that job meant that anytime I saw someone else doing what I couldn't do, I immediately made that person the bad guy. And there's no question that it brought an extra edge or a lack of patience to the rest of my interactions with that same person. I was hurt and therefore I hurt. Another example, sadly, is with my family. Again, when I was so burned out, I was experiencing adrenal fatigue. I was dealing with panic attacks. It was bad. I would get home and I would have absolutely no fuse, not a short fuse, no fuse left for even pleasant or fun or harmless interactions. If my kids were playing loudly, I would shush them. If my husband asked me to help put away laundry or unload the dishwasher, I would do it, but I would do it reluctantly and with an attitude. Thank goodness they are who they are, and they not only forgave me, but they helped me realize how far away from the real me I had actually gotten. And even more, they supported me through the painful journey of recovering from burnout. But my kids, who were eight and five when things were really bad, They have those memories imprinted on them. I was hurt and I fell out of control. So I fell short of my own expectations as a mother and as a wife and as a daughter and a friend. I am fully here for all of us to have a better understanding of trauma and the role that it plays in how we are treated. Absolutely. Bad, toxic, mean behavior should be called out. And or we should all feel empowered to walk away from those circumstances. Just because someone is experiencing something hard does not justify that person's hard behavior toward us. Grace does indeed have its limits. But I think it's only fair to set and hold our boundaries if we are also open to reflecting on the role that pain and hurt has played in our lives, how it has led us to treat others in a way that may have negatively impacted them. It's hard to hold the mirror up to ourselves like this, but I encourage you to do it. Here's how I'm trying to become a better person when I am hurt. Number one, I journal, and that is kind of a new thing for me. I've discovered that often writing out how I feel on paper where it won't be judged or fixed by somebody or held against me, writing it out gets the ugliest and the least rational thoughts out of my head. Second, when appropriate, I speak up. I'm much more transparent these days with everyone around me, and I try to give them context for why I might be on edge. Recently, I said to my husband, I had a rough day with one of my clients and it's really sticking with me. After we get the kids to bed, I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to listen to a podcast. I have to shake this off and start fresh in the morning. I know that seems small, but articulating and telling him that I was in a funk, why I was in a funk, why I also needed some time alone and making sure that he knew it had nothing to do with him, that helped us feel really at peace and we moved forward. Another example of this came with a client. Now, this client, I really felt he was asking me for work that was far outside the scope of our agreement, and not just once, over and over and over again. Past Katie might have just done that work, but she definitely would have seethed about it, and she would have held it against this client, even if she never said anything. This time, I asked the client for a brief one-on-one, 
I let him know how I was feeling. I offered two solutions. And it turns out he really appreciated that I'd raised this issue rather than just letting it go. He chose one of the solutions I laid out. And our working agreement is now so much stronger because of this. Finally, when I am feeling hurt, I work it out in therapy. Talk therapy has been a powerful experience for me. Like journaling, it's an outlet for me to say what I'm feeling without having to validate it or rationalize it. But when I express my feelings to an expert, not just my journal, I often find an ending to that pain. My therapist can help me explore what really happened, not just what happened in my brain, but what really happened, why that triggered such a negative response, what I can do or sometimes not do about it. And honestly, releasing what I can't do about it is a really, really important part of this step. The release valve of therapy is so much healthier for me than when I kept things bottled up. I think a lot about what a pressure cooker does. It will blow at some point if the steam isn't released and everyone and everything that's in the area is in danger. Hurt people do hurt people. But we are all of us, all of us are hurt people. So let's do our best and forget the rest. As I say to my kids, let's extend grace to ourselves and to others. And let's remember that every day is a new day. You can make a different choice today. Move forward, not just for those around you, but for yourself. If you are hurt, do your best to figure out why, what you can and cannot do about it and release that pressure valve. Thank you for listening to the Rising Tide Talents show. For more, follow at Rising Tide Talents on Instagram and visit risingtidetalents.com. You'll find show notes, resources, and more from today's episode. It's all at risingtidetalents.com slash podcast. I'm your host, Katie Widrick. You'll find me at kwidrick. Until next time, remember, a rising tide lifts all ships. Rising tide lifts all ships.